Welcome to the live agent Q&A. Happy Halloweens. We got, we got some people in there in the house. This is John. We got Cliff in the house. How's it going, guys? What's our topic right now? What were, what were we having a conversation about? Inflation? Oh, yes. Inflation. We can keep it going. All right, let's, let's go. How, do, how does inflation affect sales? How does inflation, inflation affect sales? So, That's a good question. Two ways. You got to have the two mindset of an agent and a sales individual, right? So you got the mindset of a client fearing, you know, did they save their money? Did they spend it? And then you also have the agent thinking what the clients are thinking. So if you're a top performer, what do they always say when it comes down to holidays, when it comes down to like economic crisis, sharks will always eat. Okay. So think, think like a shark. Sharks will always eat. So consider it if one agent feels some type of way about the economy, they're going to be deflated. They're going to feel like, oh, clients don't want to buy this and the, this and that. We're going to get no show. Um, all these confusing things will happen. If you feel that way, they're not going to be working effectively. So as a shark, you got to understand the competition is less fierce now. There's more clients for you to serve, right? There's still some people that are going to pass away. There will always be people passing away. Um, unaffected people with pensions, unaffected people, you know, under social security, people that are living within their means still, they still have a need. They still have a, um, an insurance that they want to purchase. Mm. We're still having leads and these leads are requesting life insurance. So we still have people to take care of. Yeah. It's just a matter of how can we best serve them without hurting them. Mm. So we just got to make sure, you know, if you guys are selling, I would do an extra solidification. You know, I just want to make sure this is not going to take food away from your budget. These plans, we give you three options based on what's more comfortable for you. And also you can do a little solidification of saying, you know, as the times change, maybe you want to start with a starter plan and you can always upgrade when things are better. Uh, you may not be working, but, but you still need life insurance. Let's start you with a $20, $30 plan first. You get a new job. I'll revisit you in three to six months. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can uh, upgrade you to a hundred dollar plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It all just comes down to, you know, how much effort you're going to put in. But if you consider that the competition is leaving, man, there's a lot more fruit out there waiting to be picked. Agreed. Agreed. I'm, I'm going to keep it uh, pretty short and simple. The way I see it, especially in the, in, in the times of inflation, it's like, we both got to eat me as a salesperson and also that person as you know the the client right they they have to eat and also their family yeah so think about this a quick scenario if something were to happen to them are they going to be in a better position their family is going to be in a better position without the life insurance or are they going to be in a good position with the life insurance so this is this is around the time where they you would say they really actually need it because if something were to happen in the family at least they have this this uh this life insurance to back them up yeah they don't have to worry about oh man you know sally or or, or sam they passed away. It's it, it's it, the the market is crazy. The, the the world is crazy, and we still have to worry about how to give him a proper burial. Well, with at least something, obviously you want you want to tailor it to their specific needs. You don't want to take food off the table, as John as John mentioned, but you want to tailor it to their needs to make sure that they still keep food on the table, but they also still have some type of protection. A little bit of something is a whole lot better than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, that's simple. So yeah, that goes back to our old company's line. Uh, one of our guys, Arnold, he, that was his main line. Oh, oh yeah. man, we can't afford this. You can't afford not to have this. Facts. <laughs> because if you pass away, what's going to go down? If you can't afford $20, $30 of a plan, mm -hmm. 
they're not going to afford a ten, fifteen thousand dollars uniform. Yeah, 100%. So you will still find people that has a need. You know, just understand. You get to figure out who's the client that really can't afford it, who's the client that can pinch it, and who's the client that's that's going to bail on you right away. So you that's just got to pay attention to the market. Um, but funny enough, you know, I do remember back in our old company. I've been in insurance now for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. I started in two thousand eight when the economy was down. Oh, man. crashing man we were door knocking and in a couple of door knocks dude the house were broken <laughs> they're like it was empty <laughs> and then you know some people were mad when they left their homes right they, they yeah. had to walk out on a negative mm. but yeah they were taking away everything they were taking the toilets like the cores were ripped up um, lights were off mm. and then here's what i i used to do i knew that the lead was dead so i would just go and knock on the next door neighbor and say hey do you know what happened to cliff over here do you know what happened to so-and-so over here um, I was looking to service them about their life insurance. I had an appointment with them. They tell you they moved. Oh, okay, it is what it is. But I'm just trying to find another lead based on what I've already done. So I just give them my card. I say, hey, so I was supposed to take care of them with their life insurance. Here's my card. Go ahead and uh, if you ever need anything. And I've made some sales that way. So you just make something out of nothing by, by being in the field and being active. As long as you're producing, as long as you're, you're doing something about your job, things will be uh, productive for you. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, that was a. Um, I, I kind of have a question. Okay. How do you? Because right now, you know, the they say we're in a recession, but we're not really in one yet. Yes. Uh, they haven't announced it yet. Uh, we are. How would you kind of, I guess, position yourself uh, if you're going to try to do like a rollover, an annuity, or an IUL, uh, something like that? Because obviously, there's no, uh, you know, you don't participate in any losses with most of those. Uh, instruments yeah so you you just want to base it off the client um the clients everyone's hurting right now right like everyone with with the crypto (laughs) with the retirement account (laughs) (laughs) we're down bad so it's funny enough i got a new iphone right uh and i'll get to your your question uh, right after i got a new iphone and i didn't download the apps you know so i'm all like let me not download crypto let me not download fidelity you're out here i don't want to look and then so yesterday i was watching something on netflix and it was about money and finances and like how how to do things i'm all like let me go let me go check It was bad, bro. <laughs> some of the guys are like bad. negative 60%. Some of the guys are negative 80%. So tough out there. you got to feel with the client. And so coming back to the annuity question, everyone's hurting, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's at a loss. Now for us in our age, we're still young somewhat. We have years to recover. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in typically on average, we have out of 10 years, eight good years, two bad years. And we're entering those bad years, right? So for us, we can keep our money in the market because it's not a loss until you take it out. It'll just keep going up. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking to someone that's a senior, right? They're in their 60s, they're in their 70s. They don't have a lot of time Agreed. to recover. Agreed. So the first question you would ask to the clients, like, I know you're hit, you're getting hurt. If you keep it here, you're going to continue to go down. How much more can you afford to lose? If you can't afford any more to lose, here's what we got to do. We got to put in in a safe money market. It'll it'll prevent you from future losses. It'll still make money when the market goes up, but at least it'll stop the bleeding. Okay. So you got to, you got to come in as a safety net, uh, as a protection. I wouldn't sell it so much as as more of a like recovery. I'm just saying, look, we can't afford more losses because this is going to be your retirement plan. This is going to be your safety net. 
you're going to lose all of it and you don't have the years. What are you going to do? You're going to go back to work after 65, 70, 75. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tougher for you. Agree 100%. Okay, guys. All right. So being that it's Halloween today, yes. how do you guys advise new agents to work? Now that we have virtual and telesales, I imagine this might be a little different, but also it might be a little late being that if you're thinking about how to work now, it's, you know, you got planned ahead. So in anticipation of Thanksgiving coming up, or is that the next major holiday? How yeah. do you how do agents prepare for that properly? How do you work through certain holidays and things that pe- people commercially believe it's actually a holiday and they believe it's important? Yeah. We are set up with so many mental breaks of holidays and like consumerism, like you were mentioning earlier, like we are set up to spend money, right? <laughs> we are set up to, to just drain like our pockets, buy chocolate, spend chocolate, give chocolate away, take the time off, take a three day weekend and then buy gifts for people. That, mm-hmm. Cause that's the next part, right? Christmas time. Holidays are a marketing dirty. scheme. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. None of these, none of these were in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of these are pagan holidays, right? Mm-hmm. So, how does it work for you as the agent? Okay, so you got to plan accordingly. Like, it is what it is. Like, I got two kids. Like, what am I gonna do? Not take them to Halloween because I have a political belief about it's a holiday scam, right? So you just got to work around it. So, as an agent, what you want to do is you want to work around what you're gonna do. So plan it out ahead of time. Okay. You got a new month coming up tomorrow. It's November 1st. If you're going to take those days off, make it worth it. Okay. So if you got Thanksgiving, you got a family thing going on. Great. Enjoy. Don't work. But if you don't have anything planned out, do a Friday or Thursday night dinner. People are going to be shopping Friday morning. It's the best time to go see them. Mm -hmm. People are going to be three days um, off. We could door knock. We can call. We could dial. Telemarketers are going to be off. Yeah. Okay. For today on the Halloween time, when does the night go dark, right? You can keep working until people so, want to start trick-or-treating. And people will be home trick-or-treating, right? So it doesn't hurt. Like, if you like to door knock, man, you could door knock with candy today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get some sex going. Hey, I'm not here to trick-or-treat, but I got, I got my card. Uh, I've been trying to reach you about your life insurance. <laughs> By the way, I got... Uh, give me some candy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, John actually made a good point about, you know, there's a lot of people that that aren't working on holidays. Right. And there's a saying, it says something along the lines of the the early bird gets the worm. And in a situation like this, where it's a holiday, most people aren't working. So you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. I'm saying so if you go out there, there's less competition. Yes. So obviously, you know, (laughs) bring bring all the paper, put in your pocket. So you're basically going to get, you could say more wins in a day like that, where there's more people, you know, taking that day off. Yeah. And also there's more people at home because they taking those uh, particular days off. Yeah. And then just to add to this, um, you just want to, I said, brand new agent, you don't want to create personal biases and make that your factual reality. Mm. Like you don't want to create big overbroad statements and make that what it is when it's not. So like everyone's not going to be home. Yeah. Everyone's going to be out of town. Rose, sometimes some people don't have family in states. Some people yeah. are in a different country. Some, some are on the East Coast and they're here by themselves. Yeah. They got nothing else going on. Some mm-hmm. people don't believe in the holidays, so they'd rather go to work and then go back home and they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Some people have kids that don't want to pass out, just want to pass out candy. So guess where the parents going to be? The oh. parents will be home with the kid. Yes. <laughs> Perfect example. My, my son, I mean, he's going to be at home because he doesn't go trick-or-treating. So 
every the whole family's gonna be there. So if y'all door knock, yeah. don't hey, I, I got all the policies in that house. So don't even door knock. <laughs> but exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know sometimes same, same thing. Same yeah, thing. Some yeah. people are gonna be having the parties, they're gonna have the Halloween party. It yeah. could be a good time to just go door knock. You never know. Everyone's drunk and they said, Yeah, let me buy a policy too. Here, here you go. Here's my ethos link. Here's my ethos link. <laughs> apply everyone apply at their own time right now. Five minutes. You guys will all get a policy. There you go. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, great question. That was a good question. Yeah, I got a I got a question about final expense. Um, sure. So I've been doing I've been hitting that up for a couple about a month or so, nice. and uh, I just started putting the Calendly Calendly link on there. And what I'm finding is, you know, they schedule the appointment and I call. It's a, it's a no show, no big deal. I'll go in and door knock them. It's not a it's not a big deal. But I haven't seen a success the return that I was hoping for on that. So one, have you guys worked those? Two, what's your process? Because as soon as I get a, as soon as I get a, a lead, I will text them my state license to say, hey, I'm actually going to be calling you from an 816 area code. So put that in your phone so you know it's me. I kind of prefaced all that, but then I'm not, just not seeing anything from it. So what, what lead vendor are you using? You said? Um, have the agent and then I've used grand slams as a grand slam as well. Okay. Now for happy agents, they usually will email you. Um, I used them before. Um, so happy agents sets up a calendar. You, you set your calendar link, um, the way they do their ads, the, the clients can book on their own, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if a client booked on their own within like two to three days, people forget. Okay. So you want, you want to try giving them a reminder. If they booked, just don't call them at the time you're booking. Maybe give them a setup like, hey, I just want to confirm our appointment for tomorrow. Do a confirmation reminders for it. But yeah, because just because they book, just like just like when we book, we still get no showed. Right. right. So uh, mentality to it is you do want to play around. Um, there's going to be some batches. There's going to be some batches that just turn funky. And then some batches like, dude, you're selling like crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't... Um, overall create a, a factual statement again going back to what i was saying don't make it a fact based on your one small sample size mm -hmm. so um have you tried the crm leads that are a little bit how yeah. much are happy agent leads per per lead they're like 20 depends on depends on what you buy um they can go up to 40 so i'm i'm buying crm leads as on top of those so okay, good. you know on on an average week i may spend um, a thousand on CRM leads, and then I'll spend, you know, whatever the happy agent or grand slam, I'll just add on to that. Okay. okay. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of been my rhythm. Okay, good. So your lead spending is not an issue. Okay. So now, uh, we go back to the three, three main, I would say the we got it from Sack to Darsky, the three main processes you want to perfect, which is the lead strategy, your, your communication channel, and then your product knowledge. Okay, so I think we have to fix your communication channel of, of getting in front of people and booking. Um, so I would say track. You want to play around with the leads that you have. Create a little spreadsheet of what type of leads you're booking the most. What type of leads are you getting the, the, the most presentations? From booking mm -hmm. to sit to close. So oh, it's 100% CRM leads. Like You're getting more... Oh yeah. Yeah. My, that my CRM leads, that's where, that's where my money's coming from. Um, and so, you know, you have the no shows, but you know, in an average week, I'll go out in the field, you know, three days a week and I have anywhere between 24 and 36 appointments, um, within those three days. And so, 
I'm average, you know, you, I'm looking to close at least 10 a week. Um, and so I just, you know, those, those, I was hoping that the final expense happy agent grand slam leads would just kind of be like extra on top of that. And I'm not saying, Hey, they don't work. They don't, I'm just curious as to man, because you know, you get, Oh, I didn't fill that out. Or I was just looking, no big deal. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, but the one, I mean, I'm just not seeing the return on them as far as calling, pick it, not picking up. Um, I'll go and door knock. Then that's, I've paid for the lead. So I'm going to take care of it. Um, yeah. and it's just not, to, it's just not in the, the two times I've used happy agent. I just haven't seen a great return yet. Um, so yeah. I was just curious kind of what people's processes are when yeah, they so do a final expense. Per- perfect. Perfect. So I used to use them. And then once I started feeling like I'm not getting the results, I try something else. Okay. Yeah. So give it your shot of, um, you create your, your, your method. Like do you want to do two weeks, two batches, three batches. Once you feel like. Maybe you made a sale to just even money with the bat with the third batch to just break even from all the three purchases. Mm-hmm. Cut your losses. <laughs> Try a yeah. different vendor. Okay. Yeah. For, okay. Perfect. For twenty five dollars per pop, I mean, you can get you can get some YouTube leads, Facebook leads with you know beneficiaries and stuff, instant leads with beneficiaries. Right. Twelve dollars. Right. It's becoming a lot a lot cheaper compared to right. other vendors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Thank Especially you. for twenty five dollars a lead, I would I would even consider getting trying to do some mailers. Mm-hmm. If you're in that same budget, right? Because a mailer final expense, they send something back. They still run about $30, $33 per lead. Mm-hmm. But now you got a fully handwritten writing saying, hey, what do you mean? You, and if you're especially door knocking them, what do you mean you didn't fill this out? I got your form right here. So this right, writing right. is in blue. It's the blue ink. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So for the Thank cost, you. Yeah, for the cost you're, you're already spending, you're already, you're already in a great position. It's just figuring out and tweaking out what's going to be the best solution for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, if you're going to venture into that, you know, stick with your bread and butter with the CRM. Um, I, I, from what you're, from what it sounds like you're doing field, right? You're, you're going to be in the field. You do door knocks. Yeah. yeah. Look into CRM one month old, um, final expense if you haven't done so. Okay. The, yeah. There's just not, looking at in my area. There's not a what, lot of those. What's your area? Um, I check Oklahoma. Okay. Um, so I check up on those all the time um, and there just isn't a lot. So I've even gone to Arkansas to work, you know, the final expense leads. Um, so they work, you know, even the one month old work because people, you know, they get lazy and they don't want to just keep door knocking until they find something, um, right. which is fine. But so it's just, it's just trying to figure out what works in this area and what, you know, okay. what leads so work well. So the, the location you're working in, what would you say the average population size per city? Oh man. Um, around me, I would yeah. say immediate within 50 miles, anywhere between 10,000 to 30,000. Okay. Um, and Oklahoma city is a little bigger. Um, you know, that's about 50 to 60 miles away. You're looking at, you know, hundred, 200,000 people. Um, so yeah, it's, okay. it's smaller compared to some of these other places. So in your location, then if it's a smaller group, they they most likely would know a lot of their neighbors on a personal level compared to us, you know, not knowing our three three people next to us <laughs> in our in our neighborhood. So I would, aside from lead um, experimentation, I would try mastering your referral game mm-hmm. because now okay. you're gonna you're gonna start asking for people that you've sold, friends, family members, and you you can maximize a lot out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's okay. your method for um once you sold? 
do you have any word tracks yet for for asking for referrals yeah so i've tried it in the past so what what i say is hey um if it's okay with you i just want to take down your beneficiary's name and phone number because what i'm going to do is i'm going to give them a call because if something does happen i want them to have my number because they're the person i'm the person that they're going to call and usually no no hesitation with it yeah that makes sense you know duh and so i'll call um and i haven't really had a lot of people pick up the phone (laughs) after the referrals so i even tell them i'm like hey tell them i'm going to be calling and this is my area code um you know and they're like yeah yeah so i'll text them and i'll call them and just kind of i've had one or two pick up and i'm like hey you know we can put something in place for your mom um, do you have anything in place? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need it. I'm like, well, okay. Hey, I'm not going to push you. Just whenever you're ready, I'm here and I'm here to help you. Okay. So let me, let me, uh, give you some other, um, ideas to, to more, instead of just more beneficiary, we're going to go straight for the kill type of referral uh, okay. language. Right. So you're my client. Sorry. I couldn't read your name. Can, can, can we uh, get your name? Yeah. Derek. Derek. So Derek, we just got you set up for the life insurance, right? So we just finished the set. Here's how, here's one, one scenario. So Derek, in case you pass away, you're taken care of. Your family no longer has to worry about getting life insurance. Um, no worry about um, being buried or whatnot. Now, aside from you, who else in your family could use the life insurance? Okay, Because put it this way, if you pass away, they're taken care of. But if you have a brother, a sister, that's someone that passes away and they don't have life insurance, Derek, guess who's going to be helping out with the funeral? Mm-hmm. So what I'm yep. doing is I'm driving a, a pain point on you to make sure you take care of them and I'm going to be helping you out. Right. So who do you know that needs life insurance? I'm going to go, I'm not asking for the beneficiary. I'm asking straight up, who do you know that needs life insurance? And I'm going to ask directly for a referral. Right. Okay. Now, if you can get one or two, instead of you calling, tell them, look, I'm in this area. You know how Oklahoma is. It's, it's hard with the drive. Um, I'm going to be here today and tomorrow. Can you do me a favor? Can you give them a call for me to let them know I'm going to be in the area? What city does they live in? And then so instead of just getting the beneficiary, there's multiple things that we can ask about the referrals to become a lead. So you're asking them and turning into a lead. So, for example, let's say you're referring your brother Cliff. Okay, Cliff, great. I'm going to write it down on a, form, a piece of paper or whatever. You can even create a referral list. Okay. So back in our old company, we called the sponsor sponsored them for some, some, some uh, <laughs> discount cards and stuff. So, so you got the name. So I would put the top, the sponsor, the refer referred by, referred by Derek. Okay. So first name, I got name Cliff. I would then ask, is he married? Okay. So I will spend minutes on the referral. Is he married? Yes or no. Does Cliff have any kids? Okay. What city does this live in? Do you know the address? If not, just tell me the city. Most people won't know the address. They know how to get there. They don't know the full address. What's his phone number? And then my last question on that is, I I put a note HFW. What time does he get home from work? (coughs) So now I know when to call. Mm -hmm. So I got all that while I'm doing each individual. If you can get one to three, dude, those are real leads now. Mm -hmm. It's what you're doing with the beneficiary. It's good because it's getting you a second point of contact. But it's not warmed compared to this one. It's like, can you give Cliff a call? We're going to talk to them about life insurance. And then right. say you calling, they're going to pick up because it's their brother picking up. And then you take the phone away. Yeah. <laughs> Once they pick up, hey, we just set him up with life insurance. I wanted to set, set something up for you. He mentioned you don't have anything in place. Let's go and take care of this. 
Okay, I'll be right. there tomorrow. Then you're booking right there in the house. So make it a point because especially if it's going to be sporadic with the, with the leads that you're in and smaller amount of people, you want to try to just make a point. It won't happen all the time, but if you continuously put that in your presentation, if you can add another sale right there, turn one appointment to another appointment and ban yeah. from it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. That should help out. And then, then you play around with the other leads too on top of it. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it's crazy. Like 100,000, like the smallest city here, like we're in Carson. Man, what's the Carson population? A lot. <laughs> Southern California, OC County, LA County, San Bernardino County is like 17 million. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so like Long Beach alone, I mean, shoot. I don't know anybody. <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> right, right. Long Beach alone has like 500,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's way too much. Downey City is like 50 to 100. Damn. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like we, we get spoiled, but yeah, we get we get bombarded with a lot of people. So you you want to elevate a certain parts parts of your skill in, into the business. But yeah, if you all you got to do is once you find someone, especially if you find a client that's really talkative, that means they have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. right? And then they're gonna be the one that's gonna sponsor you or, or or like put you in an elevated position of saying, hey, see my see my insurance man, see my insurance mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And then don't be afraid. I know you're doing field, but if you feel like it's it's spreading out from you, don't be afraid to learn that new aspect of telesales and, and go outside of your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that helps. We have a couple more minutes. You have any more questions? Feel free if you have any more questions, Derek. Um, yeah, let's let's talk telesales on the CRM mm-hmm. leads. Um, telesales are easy when it comes to final expense. Cause you know, you, you've got them that you, you know, for sure. And we've all know the CRM leads they've requested information or they've auto filled some, it's fine. You know, that's yeah. why I kind of stick with, I'm, I'm personable. My bread and butter is if I can get in front of you, unless you already have a policy or you just straight up cannot afford it. Like I'm going to like, we're going to make something happen. Um, over the phone you know, telesales, one month old leads. How do you work into that as far as, cause sometimes you walk into these appointments and I make sure people know, Hey, state regulated death benefits. That's what we're talking about. But even then you get, you get to appointments like, Oh, I thought this was food stamps, something like that, you know, like, so over yeah. the phone, how do you, how do you make that happen? Cause that's something I've been looking at, especially with gas going up. It's like, yes. man, I could save tons of money if I could just figure out how to do this, but how do you convert a one month old lead to telesale. So uh, my answer would be quantity. <laughs> okay. So with, with them being older, um, there's one one vendor called Age um, Lead Store. You could buy leads from them, and then there will be a lot of crap in it. <laughs> Perfectly honest, there's gonna be a lot of crap in it, but you will have the 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 sugar in it. So quantity. Um, for example, I bought 500 HDs anywhere between. 15 days to like, I would say 90 days is their cut. 15 days to like 60 days, I think. But they were $1.50 per lead. Okay. So I go buy 500. I pay 750. I need one sale out of the 500 to make even money. And right. this gets you a lot of the, the hits on that. And then having call tools or form, form burner, I have both. Call tools is easier. You just plug them in and whatever response, response back. Or some agents, they're doing TurboTax, mass TurboTax on the quantity, and then you're getting the, the people that are interested in it. 
because because what you're going to end up having is you're going to have a lot of people because of the the cost of the lead they're going to tell you all these stuff you know i was filling out food stamps i was filling out section eight i thought it was something else i was i was looking for rent control i I got all of those (laughs) and then you you run into somebody yeah i've been looking for life insurance so-and-so quoted here so-and-so quoted here well here i am i'm a broker i can find you the best deal and then boom and they're willing the ones you you get that are willing it makes it uh makes it easy. I'll say my last one was um, sold three families worth for one sale out of age lead. Mm -hmm. So I paid for two to three batches right there. Yeah. So don't pay too much mind on, on the crack, the crud quantity will, will offset it. Yeah. Any, uh, any last questions? We're about to wrap up. I'm good. Cool. Yeah. You're doing good. Um, so just do, do, do your numbers, look into your three things that you're looking at from your appointment setting. You're, you're doing well. You have the lead strategy, you have the appointment setting. So now it's just the tweaks. Okay. So look into your closing ratio, look into your show ratio. If you're booking, you're having 50 plus percent show ratio. It's not an issue then. If you're selling 25 to 30, or if it's higher than that, dude, you have a good closing ratio. So now you just got to figure out, okay, well, how can I maximize? What are my strengths? And my strengths is in the field. Okay, let me let me get more referrals in the field. Mm-hmm. And then uh, not a lot of people are doing this, but if you're already in the field, you know, let's say you grab lunch, look into to learning a little bit about business to business. Okay, look for shops, hair salons, tattoo parlors, 1099 yeah. employee type works that you can provide uh, life insurance for. Yeah, I, I actually have a couple. I have a buddy who's an electrician who he actually lost a guy uh, from a drug overdose this past year and his wife they didn't have any life insurance on him and not only did he lose money because this was his right hand guy um so he lost money as far as him being able to take take part of the business he had to stop what he was doing to come back over here but he ended up paying his wife for months afterwards um so he lost money out of his pocket so he lost money that way too and so i you know i've been in talks with him because i'm like this is obviously something that that is needed with these 1099 employers. So how do you work your way in there? So you're not just another insurance guy or you're not just someone trying to sell them something that they, you, they think you're just trying to benefit yourself. Um, right. so, so there's tactics. Um, I, I would, you'd, you'd, uh, then venture into FFL AMS. Okay. So, um, one of the carriers right there is called NLG. They had this thing called key person insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the, the presentations, the way they did it, if it's somebody that's a key person, kind of like that guy, let's say it's a CEO, president, HR, or whatever, but it's 1099 type work, you can have the business pay for their policy for that individual. The beneficiary, while they're employed, will go to the company. But it's an IUL, it builds uh, cash value that when they choose to retire, they can take out automatic withdrawals as a pension plan for it. So you turn it from the business, you surrender it and give it as the personal, and the, the insured will then take systematic withdrawals as a pension plan for it. Mm-hmm. And it still leaves behind money for them. So it's an approach of where you said, I got a, a business proposition or I got a, an insurance protection for you that'll protect your business from losing this person as a key person. And it'll also provide them as a pension retirement plan. Would you be interested in that? Mm-hmm. And then bring that up. And then of course, you know, hey, my services ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, we're going to take care of you. You're going to take care of me. So- Way or another. <laughs> so instead of just telling them, hey, we're going to protect them for life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Like so hopefully that helps. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah.
think of it too. Um, last part. Um, I don't know if there's like like bars, clubs, motorcycle clubs out there. People that are in high high risk areas. Think about marketing the accidental plans mm-hmm. within that community. So I just think big about your business and how you can you can uh, approach clients. Okay. Hopefully perfect. that helps. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, Derek. All right, guys. Derek. Hi, guys. This is going to be uh, posted on Friday on the YouTube every Friday. We'll see you guys then.